Hello everyone and welcome to the Food for Thought podcast episode number 23. Uh, for those of you who are new to us, we are a Kung Fu Cinema podcast. We record once every two weeks and typically we focus on a single film as well as, you know, shooting the shit, talking about stuff we've watched that week or the, in those two weeks uh, and we have listener questions as well and we tend to answer those at the end of the episode. So, uh, today's episode is John Woo's Hard Boiled, which is from 1992. Um, I am here, help if I introduced everyone else, I'm here (laughs) with my co-host and wife, Devon. Hi. And on the phone, we have my main man, Cyrus. Um, actually, you can refer to me as Tequila. Tequila, okay. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That is my name from now on. Yes. My name is just Jin. Got it. Right. So, um, yeah, with quarantine happening, we're still quarantined, we're still doing social distancing. Uh, have you watched anything good this week or these two weeks, Cyrus? I watched The Lighthouse. Tell me about that. Yeah, how was that? It is weird. It is weird. But I think if you're like a movie nerd, yeah. I, I think it might be a must-watch just, just for the weirdness. You know what put me off about it? That it was shot in full screen. Like, it wasn't widescreen. Oh, I think they used a special camera from, like, 1921. Oh, really? Like an original black and white old school thingy. Is there lots of uh, male masturbation in it? There's some. Yeah, I thought there was. Yeah. yeah. Just, yeah. There's enough. Yeah, I thought there was a, a segment based on that. And there's a mermaid as well. There might be. Yeah, okay, that might be dipping into spoiler territory. Um, I don't know, I think I'll get around to it. I like kind of the, I, I like this new new wave of weird horror. Um, you know, uh, I almost said Madagascar instead of uh, Midsummer. Midsummer. Midsummer and the Witch, or the Vavavitch, or however you pronounce it. Uh, the Witch and then the Lighthouse. Uh, I think they kind of. Oh, and Hereditary. I think they all kind of are in the same. A new wave of weird horror. So I'll get to the lighthouse eventually. Um, there's a weird sound in the background, and I, I apologize if everyone's hearing it. Cyrus, can you hear it? It probably. No, I can't hear. It's probably oh, not coming through. I literally well. know what it is. Uh, sorry for everyone listening. Me and Devon actually have pet rats, and it's one of our rats actually eating a nugget of food. It's going to disappear oh, soon. <laughs> I can actually hear it in my earphones. Very weird. Anyway. I think I'd panic more if that happened. Uh, what have we... Oh! We watched Drop Zone. Oh, God damn it. Okay, so Cyrus, have you seen uh, the one of Wesley Snipes' many classics, Drop Zone? You know, I'll be honest with you, I've only seen freaking Blade, Blade 2, 3, yeah. and maybe parts of Demolition Man. Uh, really? I, to okay. be honest, to be honest, I think you're safe with those. Yeah, I don't think you need true. to branch out that much when it comes to Murder the old. Murder at sixteen hundred is good. Murder at sixteen hundred is pretty. Yeah, it's pretty good. I like that one. We watched a skydiving crime thriller. I yeah, suppose. where they're like thieves and they skydive. So the whole movie is centered around skydivers. And they're, yeah, and sky and skydive uh, culture. I think it came out two years after Point Break, and I can honestly say that. Like seventy five percent of the film is just skydiving footage. Yep. Like not even not even like actors doing it. Like B roll that they've stolen from fucking some website of just random footage of people skydiving. Um, it's shite. Yeah. It's really, it was really bad. bad. 
Um, I have been continuing on my Bruceploitation uh, movie kick. I've done some math. So in the last... Here we go. Yep. In the last 22 days, I've watched 34 Bruceploitation films. Good lord. Your right. silence spoke volumes. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm watching as many Bruce Boitation as possible. Some of them are bad, some of them are great, a lot of them are very middle of the road. Um, is, I, is Bruce Lai still the god? I have, Bruce Lai is still the god. Bruce I, I I, I said this somewhere on the internet, whether it's on Tumblr or Instagram, I can't remember, but the five best Bruce Lee films are better than the entirety of Bruce Lee's filmography. And I'll, Ooh, I'll stand by that. Shots fired. Shots fired. Oh, bow, bow, bow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I stick by Bruce Lee being fantastic. I have moved on from Bruce Lee, and now I am on Bruce Le. It's just L-E. Le, I think. Yeah, I know. Um, not as good as Bruce Lee. <laughs> not nearly as good as Bruce Lee. But uh, I'm still, I'm still going. Um, I'm once I'm done with Bruce Le, I'm going to go on to Dragon Lee, and then I think once I've gotten to the kind of end of his filmography, I might stop. Um, going to give it a break. Give it a break. I did watch like I've watched a few kung fu films in between, uh, just to just to you know as a break between them. Um, but yeah, this is quite a uh, Bruceploitation odyssey, I would say. <laughs> um, one other thing that me and Devon have watched um, that we should really, really talk about is Gangs of London. Ooh. Um, we can't say how we watched it, because we're in the US and it hasn't aired in the US yet. But you <laughs> <laughs> uh, But I will say this. I personally think it's the best nine episodes of television I've ever seen. It's, yeah. It's, yeah, damn. Yeah. It's fantastic. It's spectacular. The action in, Cyrus, the action in this show, I mean, just from that, the first episode alone, that fight in the pub. It, it's, not, it's, it's not an action show, really. There's like what four big set pieces. Yeah, yeah. But in the entire show. But the, the fights, fucking hell. The fights that are in it are glorious. It it's it's really good. And I, I there are a lot of complaints that people say it's a very cold show, um, and it's it's not very like animated, and it's not. But I think it's meant to be cold. It's like it's talking about gang life, not gang life, but gangster life in London, and it's meant to be cold. Everyone's meant to be cold and mean and kind of. You know, just grimacing and frowning and shit. Exactly. This isn't Goodfellas, where kind of they're they're like warm and happy and have <laughs> fun times together. This is like some serious shit. Um, but the action sequences are—it's done by uh, the um, the director of some of the episodes and the creator of the show is Gareth Evans, who obviously created and directed the Raid, and it's spectacular. Uh, yeah. This this show, I I urge everyone to watch it. Um, it's nine episodes, they're an hour and a half long each, and it goes from strength to strength. Um, there is a, this isn't a spoiler, but there is a fight scene in a bathroom where someone has an axe, a fireman's axe. Yeah. It is a fucking treat. Like, it is... So good. And funny enough, I've got, I've got a way to compare Gangs of London to Hard Boiled. Um, which I'll get to later. Just remind me. I'll probably forget. But I, I do have a way of, of comparing the two. That there's a certain thing they have in common in my brain. 
but yeah, definitely well worth it. Um, if it does get a Blu-ray release, uh, we will be buying it. Okay. Um, so don't think we've just stolen it because we haven't just stolen it. Um, it's it's going to it's going to be on it's going to, it's going to be on Cinemax. Um, so it's going to air on Cinemax. Uh, I don't know when. There's no release date right now, so we're kind of waiting for that. Um, but once it comes out on Cinemax, I will rewatch it. I will subscribe to Cinemax to rewatch yep. it probably. Um, definitely worth a watch. Definitely worth a watch. And then one other thing I, I throw out. I don't know why I'm going to talk about this on a Kung Fu podcast, but I watched The Master for the first time. Um, after Cyrus recommended it for its acting, uh, being pretty solid, that film was fucking great. And I don't mean the kung fu film, The Master. I mean the, uh, hey, <laughs> I mean the Philip Seymour Hoffman and uh, Joa Quinn Pahinix, uh film. Hookhead on Pahanix. Yeah, um, yeah, uh, Joaquin Phoenix uh, in. I will honestly say his best role, but better than the Joker. Really? Oh, he is. I don't know how he acts that well in The Master. He speaks. What did I say about it? I think you. I don't know. What did you say? Other than it's I like. I said that's the greatest fucking acting I've yeah, ever oh, seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's why I watched it because Cyrus said it was so good in terms of acting. And the story and everything is fantastic. And I was blown away. It made me miss Philip Seymour Hoffman more. Yeah. Yeah, he was really good. Yeah, don't do drugs, kids. Or if you do yeah. do drugs, don't do heroin. Yeah. You can just stick with the easy stuff like crack and speed and... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And math and, you know... Yeah. <laughs> math and uh, peyote. Ayahuasca. <laughs> <laughs> Ayahuasca, yeah. Yeah, what's that other one that makes you see God? Acid? No. Dude, I, I, I just know. watched a peyote thing. Yeah. I think it's that guy. It, it's peyote, but there's a there's a common name for it. Like Mike Tyson does it, and I can't remember what the name is, but it's meant to like make you see God and talk to God, and I don't know. It's that sounds horrifying. Yeah, I wouldn't. Oh, I yeah. wouldn't enjoy uh, it. That sounds called? horrifying. The God particle? Or... No. I'm... What the hell am I talking about? No. <laughs> no. 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 That that's not it. It's that like something in the movie. No. When you when you are born and when you die, your brain releases a sudden rush of endorphins or a certain chemical, and it only happens when you're born and when you die. But this drug recreates that feeling, and it's meant to be like just beyond like. You that can, sounds horrible. You can smell colors, you know, stuff like that. That sounds horrible. Well, this is why I am not the person to do it because all of that sounds terrifying. Well, I feel like I would be the person to lose my shit and freak out. Mike Tyson does it, and if it, if is there any a better role model than Mike Tyson? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you don't see Michael Tyson going to prison. <laughs> yeah. Well, not <laughs> Not anymore. I, I swear. Did you see that clip of him boxing at like age fifty-five the other day? No. He was hitting the pads the other day. Fucking hell! If Mike Tyson gave me a punch that was twenty percent of his power, I would literally give birth to a wolf. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was nuts. It just, it just hits you so hard. Just reality doesn't make sense. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. He hits me he so. Hits you so hard, you turn into Mike Tyson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it hits me so hard I just wake up in the Congo. <laughs> Yo, would, you, would you let Mike Tyson hit you if he could teleport you somewhere? Do I have to feel the pain with it though? Of course. 
Is am um, I getting hit in the face? Uh, body shot. It's much worse. And does he choose where I'm getting teleported to? You get to choose. Maybe I consider it. <laughs> I, I, what, what's, uh, what if I don't know something uh, family related happens and you need to cross the sea or something like really that? Really quickly. I so don't you know. Would... I might let Mike Tyson punch me for a trip to Hawaii. To be honest, if he just gut you... <laughs> gut punches me and I'm, and I'm on a beach. So you let Mike Tyson, let's say he gives you a 70% and then you're like at a resort in Hawaii? But I think a 70% punch on Mike Tyson would kill me, right? Mm. 70%, I feel like you'd be puking and shitting yourself. And you'd be in bed for like a week. I think my liver would somehow go into my lung. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But either way, if it was more gentle, I'd, I'd let him teleport me to a place. Um, yeah. Yeah, anyway, I suppose we best jump into the film. Uh, I've, got a, I've got a few few facts. I've said it's hard-boiled, 1992, directed by John Woo, starring Mr. Chow Yun-Fat and Tony Leung uh, and Anthony Wong as well. There are some other names, like Philip Chan in it, but they're kind of the three big players. Um, did you recognise, obviously you recognise Chow Yun-Fat, did you recognise Tony Leung? Who was the other cop, the undercover cop from anywhere? Uh-uh. I didn't, no. Um, well, he is... I don't know if you've seen the Grandmaster, the Ip Man film. He plays Ip Man in the Grandmaster. And more importantly, or more... Wow. In... Have you seen that film? Yeah, but I mean, that's like almost 30 years. No, you're thinking of the wrong one. You're thinking of the wrong oh. one. Uh, I think the Grandmaster was 2011. Okay, so 20 years... Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I guess. Yeah. Um, and more importantly, he's soon going to be known by everyone because he is playing the Mandarin in the Shang-Chi film, the Marvel film. Really? Yep. So he's going to be the Mandarin, the guy with the magic rings. Um, an interesting fact was uh, there's a movie magazine, if people don't know, it's called Empire. It's probably the most respected movie magazine in the world i imagine or at least in the western world they rated this film in their top 60 action films of all time this was number 14 and it came above the raid leon the professional and john wick really okay okay so uh, oh um, number one in that list by the way was die hard the one film that cyrus has not seen (laughs) Yeah, so um, the film was made on a $4 million budget, and I don't know how much it made. Uh, I, I think it was it was around a time where films, Hong Kong films, weren't really uh, registered in the Western world, and their budgets weren't followed, I think. Um, however, it did not do very well with Chinese audiences. Chinese audiences didn't like it that much. It was only when it came to America that John Woo got true respect for it, because American audiences loved it, and this was his last Hong Kong film before he moved to America to make what film? Face Off. Do you know what? You might be right, Cyrus. Or was it Broken Arrow? I was going to say Broken Arrow. I haven't got it He in my did notes. Broken Arrow? He did Broken Arrow. Oh, it had been Broken Arrow. Then. Yeah, that's older, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but he did do Mission Impossible 2. You're absolutely right. Um, oh, of course he did. I, re- I remember bits and pieces of Broken Arrow, and now that I think of it, it definitely has, like, John 
John Woo like tropes. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. John Woo has birds in all of his movies. Not in this film though. Not like yeah. flapping, not like flapping slow motion flying with no. No dubs. Know, but there's birds at the <laughs> that restaurant, there's crane origami. Oh, there is origami. Yeah, but there's no but there's no slow mo like no. bird shots. That's what I was that's what I was looking for. He's he's well known for his bird shots and he just I don't know when he started it. I think I'm getting confused now. Because I'm sure if this was his last film in Hong Kong, then he made another film before this called The Killer, which everyone loves. And I think that has a bird shot in it. So maybe he just skipped it in this one. Um, What other uninteresting facts do I have? (laughs) Uh, Here's here's a question for you. How many rounds of ammunition do you think were fired in this film? Christ on crutches. Okay. Um, I'll say this. I've never seen that many bullets being fired. Yep. Or that many explosions in any movie ever. Yep. Both in this movie. Yep. Yes. Um, Uh, I can tell you that over a hundred thousand gunshots were fired. Yeah. I was I was gonna go for like three hundred thousand. There were over two hundred guns used in the film, and they were all real. All the guns were real and were just firing blanks. That seems dangerous. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, it, do, it does seem pretty uh, dangerous. You know what I heard it is, not to ruin every gun in every movie ever for you, but when a gun is being moved around and you hear like all this clinking and clacking, yeah. it's fake. Yeah. Wait, 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 you wait. Know that, you know that one scene where they're in the hospital and the guy with the eye patch and yeah. the, the dude put their guns down? Yeah. yeah. Could, you could feel the weight of that gun. Yeah, yeah, I get what you mean. I get what you mean. It didn't. It didn't feel very fake. Yeah, yeah, that does make sense. Um, the name of this film in China, by the way, translates to "ruthless supercop." <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which I kind of like. Um, so let's let's jump into opinions. I do have more some more facts and stuff, but we'll we'll jump into them later. So. Who wants to go with their opinion? Do any of you two want to go, or do you want me to go, or what do you want? I want Cyrus to go. You want me to go? I think yeah, you yeah, want yeah. Cyrus to go every week. I know, because I, I already... Are you scared? No, because I, I have a feel... Most of the time, because obviously we're watching it together, so I feel like I'm, I have a guess as to what your opinion is, and I, but I really want to know what Cyrus is. Cyrus, what do you think? Okay, I'll try to be concise. <laughs> yeah, bye, <dude>. Um... <laughs> That's right, baby. That's right, baby. Wait. <laughs> okay, the movie's too long. Yep. Can we be honest here? I agree with that 100%. Okay. okay. And the beginning of the movie is slow and it's wordy and I was a little confused. Holy However, shit. Thank you, Cyrus. Let, let him keep yeah. going. We'll, we'll get into that in a second. Okay. Go on. Just con- everything about it got better. The action scenes got better. The He's hanging out with another dude. I forget his name. <laughs> The double agent, whatever. Yeah. Then a little back and forth. It wasn't perfect, but it was cool. It just kept getting better. So, okay. I don't know. Maybe, like, a, I give it, like, a C plus. C plus. Okay. Okay. That's. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Devin, do you want to go or do you want me to go? I'll go. Go on. Um... It was okay. I agree with Cyrus that it certainly did get better. I was... The first 30 minutes of it, I was very unhappy because can we talk about that in a because second? i was confused we, we need to talk I, about there that. were elements about it that i did not agree with i uh, and i was confused about what was happening um but yes but it 100 did get better 
the action scenes were were fun, although kind of repetitive and what was happening, just a lot of sideways shooting. Uh, there was a ton of that. Okay. Um, but yes, it, it improved. So you are currently on Letterboxd. How many stars did you give it out of five? I think I did two. Two out of five? I think I Oh, no, I didn't rate it yet because I didn't want you to see it. Are you going to give it two? Eh, maybe two, two and a half. Oh, that's... All right, you liked it a lot less than I just thought then. From your opinion then, mm -hmm. from what you said. Like, I wouldn't watch this again. You wouldn't watch it again? No. Oh, no, definitely not. You wouldn't watch it again either? No, 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 no. Yeah, I don't... I, don't, I mean, yeah. I mean, the action was good once, once the movie got be better or once it got going. Um... And once things got explained a bit better, then you know, then I understood what was happening. But still, it was it was just it was the action felt. I mean, there were there were definitely aspects that were good, but it like I said, it just a lot of it was so repetitive. So many sideways jumping and shooting. So many explosions. So many guns and so much yeah, and and okay. less. If there was some like more hand to hand mixed up in that. Then, then maybe I would have liked it better. Hmm. Okay. Okay. You, sir. <laughs> um, I have, I'm going to say one statement, but I'm going to follow it up with something pretty quickly. So, so hold off on judgment with me. I think this film is a fantastic film, but I think it's too long. There's, it can be two things. I think it's too long and I think it's flabby as fuck. I think you can trim this movie literally by 30 minutes. 100%. And it would be of a... Of course, this movie should definitely not be more than an hour and a half. Yeah. It would be a tighter, more concise, and more enjoyable film if it was trimmed. I definitely think it was trimmed. With that said, I think it's a very good film. Um, it has flaws. The flaws are the characters are weak to start with. Yeah. The characters are... Yes. See, the, pro the problem with it is, is the characters are empty and not given any, like, spirit or heart. And I understand why John Woo did that. Because he said they don't need to have spirit or heart or backstory. Because this is a film where thousands of people get shot in the face and that's all they want. But the problem is, he doesn't give us enough action to justify having the characters being to a degree boring like if you want to give a shitty characters then up the action and i i know what you're saying the action is bonkers it is bonkers but there aren't there's what four big set pieces in the film tea house on the boat warehouse, warehouse and then hospital yeah right and that hospital that hospital lasted that whole thing lasted for days it was far too long it was just so much of just shooting just okay. non-stop shooting back and forth Where's give me some hand to hand? I like some hand to hand. <laughs> give, me, give me a hand job. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Just stop in the middle of a hand job. Well, it's funny you should say that because the the guy with the patch on his eye, yeah, uh, who's who's called Mad Dog in the film. Right. They just say that randomly one time. They, right. Exactly. That's my other time. complaint. Like you know, you don't find out who people's names until. I think far later than like for instance the female cop and I. I really want to talk about her mm -hmm. you know you don't know her name till literally the end of the movie and yeah. apparently it was Teresa. yeah yeah um oh my god it was yeah. right and and then the craziest thing was my note right before they told um 
I wrote it down maybe like two or three minutes before that revealed. I wrote down, are they going to give this chick? Are they going to give this chick a name? And they did. Yeah. Um, well, Mad Dog, who by the way, he's the reason why one of the characters in the raid is called Mad Dog as well. Um, but anyway, okay. um, Mad Dog, with his one eye, did you recognize him from anywhere? I thought he looked a little familiar, but I couldn't. I he couldn't place it. Pin him down. No. He is the lizard from the Five Deadly Venoms. Is he? Oh, he well, is. that's totally not what I was thinking. Then. And you know... Oh, shit. You know Uncle... Is it Uncle Hoyes? Yeah. You know his right-hand man who survives and goes after uh, Tony Lung on the boat? Yeah. That's the toad from Five Deadly Venoms. Oh, really? So, yes. So, Lo Meng and Philip Kwok are both in this film, both from the Venoms. And... Yeah, sadly, they don't do any hand-to-hand stuff. Right. Um, but this is not a film with hand-to-hand stuff in it. Can John Woo do that? Yes, he's proven it before. But obviously, this it, basically John Woo's films are known that there's a subgenre called heroic bloodshed. That's what they're referring to, uh, referred to, or bullet ballets, as they're often called as well, mm. uh, which kind of makes sense. I think, just to top my opinion off a little bit. I think the hospital action sequence is also too long. I think it's too long. And I don't think... At no point, with all the action going on, with all the moments of them jumping through windows and, and, and shooting at each other, blah, 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 I, I pretty much had goosebumps throughout the entire thing. Like, I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. But there were so many moments where, like... Two people crossed over in a hallway, and it showed it in slow motion. And it was like, why are you doing this in slow motion? Just quick. It, the pace needs to be quick enough. I didn't hate any of the action, and I didn't find it that repetitive, to be honest. Um, but I, I, it just needed to be tighter. There were too many moments where it, it lagged, and, and it just needed to push things on and move things on a bit quicker, in my opinion. Um, what would I give this film? I am also on Letterboxd. Follow me. I'm Food for Thought. And I gave it four out of five. I, I really like this film. I think I think it's fantastic, but you it's flawed. You four out of five. I did. I did. I think it's excellent. Alright then. I tell you why. I think the action sequences in this film outweigh everything else and make it a four out of five film. Huh. Yeah, and I also think some of the character work is good. I, I really do. I like the moment when they're on the boat together. I do like that. Um, I, I like some of the like inner turmoil that Tony Lung has. And yeah, some of it's good. Some of it's just not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I hate to say uh, it. Tony, Tony Lung is the character I care about the most. He's exactly. Great. He's exactly. Great. He's great in it. I, I, th- I think he's, he's good. Uh, the biggest problem I have with this film, to be honest... It's the fucking door opening sequence. Which one was that? With the electronic door when they pull out the wires and Tony. Oh. Oh my god. That was weird. Yeah, that was. It didn't feel like it should be in this film. Yeah, that was pretty stupid. I said to Devin, it feels like something out of The Rock with Sean Connery and Nick Cage, like something goofier and sillier. And I just didn't like it. And I know it was there for character development, and it just did nothing for me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I had a I have a lot to say about that whole end sequence in the hospital and that whole shoot 'em up and. Well, <sighs> let's start at the beginning because, like, full <clears throat> disclosure here, me and Devin had a marital spat 
uh, at the beginning of this film. Yeah. Oh, it, it, it was not good. I was very upset when watching this film. Did she slap you like Teresa? <laughs> she, she upsets me greatly so um, okay i'll let you explain go ahead so okay so we're watching we're sitting here we're watching the movie after 30 minutes i asked sean to pause it and i and i turned to him and i'm just like what is going on i was so confused my biggest my biggest point of confusion was that opening um with the tea house and uh and i didn't understand anything that was happening. first of all I didn't like how. I get. <laughs> she's holding her head. Like, she's holding her forehead now in pure frustration. So, I guess. So, my, my, my biggest complaint was just there was, a, there was a whole thing that happened. And I was just like, who are these people? Why are they here? Why are they shooting at each other? It took me, it took me a while to, to, to realize that uh, Chow Yun Fat, excuse me, Tequila. His name's fucking Tequila. Yeah, tequila is no, right. Tequila is a cop because it starts she, off. She with didn't him know Tequila was a cop because it starts off with him in a goddamn jazz club playing whatever the hell that is a clarinet or whatever oh, it is. Oh, by the way, the first scene of the film, the very first scene, you know when he pours himself a drink, yeah, and then shakes it and it goes all fizzy, yeah, because it's a it's a what tequila and tonic. I don't know, whatever. When I first watched this movie, I just thought he was making himself an Alka-Seltzer. <laughs> <laughs> That's what people like to drink at bars. <laughs> when I was a kid, I swear to God, when this film first came out on VHS in the UK, I think up until now, I even thought he was just making it an Alka-Seltzer. Turns out, not true, baby. No. Yeah. So, like, so, okay. So, there's the club, and he's playing his flute or clarinet or whatever it is. Jazz, you got it. Okay. Jazz clarinet, baby. And then, next thing you know him and his partner they're going into this restaurant right and i can see the little the earpiece things but i don't remember what they were saying but i feel like nothing that they were saying were still cluing me in that this was like a stakeout type situation okay and so but you know the further it went in i can see that they're watching this other table and stuff and then all of a sudden shooting happens like everyone's like drawing guns and shooting at each other and i don't and i didn't understand why they were shooting at each other um, yeah. there was the guy who was sitting off by himself with a machine gun. I didn't understand what his purpose was because he was, for me, he's sitting by himself. There's no, there's no interaction between him and that table of bad guys and Chow Yun Fat. And now all of a sudden he's in the mix and I'm like, where does this dude fit in to whatever the fuck is happening here? Yeah. And I didn't understand anything that was happening and then all of a sudden we're in the library and some other dude's getting shot because he betrayed uncle hoy and i'm just like okay and then so much of it cyrus so much of it i was she's just touching like me right now she's aggressively <laughs> touch, poking me in my chest punch me there was a clenched fist in my chest and my stomach area as she aggressively describes this to me so much of it i didn't understand and then we're in the police station and then there's that female chick and i'm just like is she supposed to be a cop they're calling her ma'am and i'm like but she's but she's behaving like a secretary because she's giving messages to the to the to the what is his name? Captain or whatever Chief. position. Chief, yes. Yeah, or yeah. whatever it is. And and I'm just like, who is she now? And oh, it drove me insane because nothing was established. And I'm not saying that you have to, 
you know, give every little detail and have everyone be like, hi, I'm, you know, I'm tequila and I'm a detective and the, you know, <laughs> you know, I'm not saying anything like that, but at least explain a little bit as to what this, what's happening. You know, I think in Asian cinema, kind of in general, they just go, this is what it is. Get over it. I said exactly the same and thing. And I don't like it. I said exactly example, the same thing. Like him and his ex-girlfriend, right? He goes, what's up? Who's sending you flowers? What's up? Let's hang out. And then that goes nowhere. Right. I mean, sure, she's like hanging out with the babies and he goes, you know what? I got this. And she like pats her on the head or something. Right. Yeah, all of a sudden, yeah, apparently they're but back they're together now. No. Yeah. They went back together. Not by the end of the film. No? Okay. No, no, I don't think so. And then what is her deal? How is she... Is she a police officer? Because yes. she clearly doesn't know how to shoot a gun when that bad guy bitch slapped her. And she's, granted, she shoots. Officer, but she's not like an armed duty cop. Yeah, not all police officers know how to fire guns. Shouldn't you, though? I feel like that's a Well, we live a, in fucking America well, where everyone needs to fire a gun. My mom was a police officer, but through most of her career, she was a dispatcher. But she still had to, she had to go through training. She still had to qualify yeah, to be but, able to shoot. Is that not how, I don't know. Well, look at the UK. Police officers don't have guns, but there's armed response units that okay, are fine. trained in guns. Fine. How about if this movie was made in America, it would just be called America? It would, <laughs> yeah. Honestly, it really would. It's like, oh my god, I can't yeah. believe you guys are dealing guns. Yeah. It's crazy. In America, we're like, yeah, we just have them. Yeah. Okay. It would just be a bunch of rednecks dealing guns. Can I say rednecks? Am I allowed to say I don't that? I think you can, but I'll allow it. All right. A bunch of southern whites. Okay. So, okay. So, that was my issue. So, for the first 30 minutes, I was annoyed. So, not to harp on this, but when Devin asked me to pause it and then explained all that to me, it completely ruins the film for me. Because in my head, I'm going, well, she fucking hates it now. What's the point in even watching it? What's the point in doing the fucking podcast episode? Because she fucking hates it. And it... Yeah, if, so, if someone goes, what is happening? You're not going to be like, she's going to like this. Right, right. It really, like, it really upset me. Um, but uh, yeah, it was an interesting experience. Um, part, I mean, I understand... Yeah. Where you're coming from. So then we had we hashed it out for a bit. Yes. We 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 went back and forth for a solid, I feel like twenty minutes. Oh yeah. For sure. <laughs> and then finally you guys got remarried. <laughs> yeah. And then finally we agreed to table it and continue watching. It was like um, And so I sat down and continued watching, trying to make sense of what was happening, and Sean was sitting on the other couch. I could tell stewing. Yeah, it was like um, it was like in Jerry Springer when one person's in one chair and one person's on the other, and someone's just talked shit, and the other one's getting ready to run over and punch him. I was the one getting ready to run over and punch him. Right. Yeah, I was. I was very, very upset. I do have so, a. Wait, so Devin was the father of your baby. Yes. And you were running over him. <laughs> exactly. I was. I was not happy. Yeah, Maury said I am the father. Or something. <laughs> um, can I just ask a question? What is a bird restaurant? Why do they go? What? I was so confused by that too. I know it's an Asian, Chinese thing, maybe not an Asian thing. It's probably a Chinese thing. I, and I'm so sorry if I don't understand this part of the culture. But what do you do there? Is, is that it, is that? Is it wait, just nice to have a bird at your table? Is that really a thing though? <laughs> is it really? A, is it really a thing though? Where you bring your own bird? It must be. They didn't make it up for this film. You know what? You know what my assumption was. What? <laughs> okay. So, hang on a second. So this was what my theory was. We've lost Cyrus. <laughs> We've lost I'm Cyrus. Sorry. I just think it's really funny to be like, yo, this 
<laughs> so here was here was my theory. I thought okay, because obviously there's there's a table of bad guys. I was like maybe this is a bad guy hangout, and this is where all the bad guys go to like do business and, and they talk bring business. their birds. <laughs> no, and so they bring their birds to create noise to like drown out any potential like listening devices of like police and stuff. Actually, to comment on that, Devin, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> That's the greatest theory I've ever heard. <laughs> Why else would you have birds? That's my question. Birds, like, who can, like, fling shit everywhere at you. Wait, wait. The only bird I like at my table is when I'm at Hooters. Am I right? What? Well, this is a but... short podcast. <laughs> uh, I'll just, just cancel it. In, in the UK, we call girls birds, right? So yeah. the only bird I like at my table is when I'm at Hooters. The Hooter waitress coming over. It's really no. great when you have to explain a joke. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fuck you guys. <laughs> Let's move on. So that was my that was my first question um, about the bird tables, and I, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm I didn't sure understand them. Um, when the first uh, gunfight uh, starts, I honestly was so giddy like how did you two feel about the introduction to the action because that first gunfight it's fucking phenomenal like it's bonkers crazy were you were you sold were you like oh my god is this what i'm in store for or were you just like nah so my issue was because i didn't understand why they were shooting at each other so that so initially there was confusion it ruined the shoot right (laughs) so initially i mean granted there were some cool things that were done but initially i was just like I, I, I was confused as to how it got started to begin with. Like, all I saw was, like, some dude just walk up to the table and just, like, smash that birdcage off the table. Did, and I was just like, why did he just do that? Why did he just kill that bird? Did you think they were firing guns in order to drown out their conversation so the police, <laughs> the police wouldn't hear? No, because the birds didn't do that. Oh, the, of course, the birds didn't do that. What did you think, Cyrus, when the first gunfight break, breaks out? I mean, I was confused, and it really felt, like, over the top. Like, let's just keep shooting guns and killing people and shooting guns and killing people. Yeah, that shocks me. See, that's like, how I felt later on with, like, the warehouse and the, the hospital. It was just, like, shoot, 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 guns, shoot, shoot, sideways, sideways jump, uh, jumping over furniture, jumping over counters, roll, shoot. Well, yeah, lots of slide. It was just, oh it was so, mm. it was so, so much of it. You can't fucking complain about sliding and moves like that. It's no different from John Wick. John Wick's just rolling around the place firing a gun. I love John Wick. But it's no difference. It is different. You know, real quick, can we talk about how guns in this movie don't require ammunition? I've actually right? got that in my notes. I was like, this film suffers from infinite ammo syndrome. Yeah. Yeah. Shadow Young Dad has yeah. two handguns, and he shoots them 450 times. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I think that was just a sign of the time. Sign of the time? That's yeah. not... Is that what I'm trying to say? Uh, it's just a, it was. Of, I mean, yeah, it's an expression. It was of its time. Like, I think, famously, if you watch the Schwarzenegger film, uh, Commando, he has a machine gun with a chain of bullets coming out of it, and in each scene, oh, it gets longer and longer, <laughs> rather than shorter. <laughs> He's firing it, but it's just getting longer. So, the gun is creating bullets. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's giving birth to bullets. So, yeah, I thought that as well. I didn't let it kind of ruin the film for me, but I, I did see that it was it was a bit bit silly um oh yeah and sorry and by the end of that whole fight at the tea house uh 
tequila still has that goddamn toothpick in his mouth. Which was amazing. That was stupid. Oh, it was so fucking smooth. I thought it was great. No. Uh, Cyrus, a little fact for you. The tea house scene was shot before the script was written for the film. Which is why it's so confusing. Yeah. Wow. So John Woo just goes, let's just shoot a fight scene or a, a, a shootout without knowing what the rest of the film is going to be about. Whoa, that's whack. Yeah, it's it's interesting. It's an interesting choice. I will say that. Um, Which is why, yeah, compared to the rest of the movie, it feels so random because there's nothing about that shootout that involves the other bad guys. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy with the machine gun is working for Wong or Wang or the other bad guy. Uh, yeah, on Anthony and he's Wong. killing Hoy's dude. Oh, yeah. Johnny? Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, see, I missed all of that. I didn't and know. Yeah, it took me 45 minutes in <clears throat> to freaking figure that out. There was a little random, like, fact, I, I, speaking of Anthony Wong, that popped up in my head. So Tony Lung has played Ip Man in The Grandmaster. Anthony Wong has played Ip Man in Ip Man The Final Fight. And Lo Meng has been in three Ip Man films. There's a lot of Ip Man connections going on here. Apparently. Yeah, yeah. that would kill for some low man. <laughs> I think that's probably racist. Yeah. <laughs> um, I tell you what John Woo does fantastically when he does uh, uh, gunfights. You can complain about like the infinite ammo thing and how... By the way, I love how chaotic things are, but I'll talk about that in a second. But you can complain about all that, but do you know what he does that's really, really good? He shows exit wounds. He doesn't just show people getting shot in the front. They explode okay, in enough. the back as well. Fair enough. And that's, for a 90s film, that's pretty rare. I, I like that. I like that. Anyway, sorry. That was just a... Oh, can I just <clears throat> throw one quick thing I noticed in and then you can take it away? Throw it at me. So, Bird Restaurant, the guy with the machine gun, yeah. did you recognize him? Yes, but I can't tell you where. And you're going to tell me, right? I'm going to tell you. Go on. I didn't look it up. Just know this guy's face. Go on. Kill Bill. Oren Ishii. Cuts this motherfucker's head off. Get out. Yeah, same guy. Is it? Have you since looked it up? Oh, I'm telling you. I didn't look it up. I know it. Right. I'm going to have to confirm that one after the episode. I'm not... Maybe. I'll do it right now. I'll do it right now. But the the guys in in Oren Ishii place are Japanese, and this guy's Chinese. Remember, no, remember Japanese, Chinese, and American heritage, or something. Yeah, and so oh, and yeah. so, yeah. The yeah, look it up, dude. I, I I'm not sure you're right, but if you are right, I'll I'll give you a. Send me five bucks. <laughs> I will give you a gun. Um, so in oh, we're still on the fucking tea house. We need to move forward. <laughs> oh, yeah, keep going. All I was gonna say is, is in the tea house, a million innocent people die. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing about this movie. Yeah, like a fuck ton of bystanders are just getting shot to shit. And uh, just to move on a little bit, has anyone ever bought their boss a box of beef jerky? Yeah, I wrote that down. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, if it's good, maybe he went to like some sort of like specialty like farmer's market. I don't know where he was. I think he was, yeah, at some kind of farm-to-table restaurant, maybe, <laughs> that sold jerky on the side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was uh, interesting. For those who haven't seen the film, um, Tony Lung buys a mob boss a small box of beef jerky. 
and the mob boss is very grateful. <laughs> oh, by the way, everyone in this film has weird names. So you've got Tequila, Tequila you've got Foxy, Foxy, and then someone on the phone refers to himself as Lionheart. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a Lionheart. <laughs> That's right. What if I just phoned Comcast tomorrow and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm Sabretooth. <laughs> can, you, can you help me with my bill? <laughs> uh, people have weird names. Um, yeah, what is the deal with that? I don't understand. It's tequila. Why? You never find out his real name. Well, he drinks tequila in the, in the, in the, at the start. They're implying that that's his actual goddamn birth name. If I had it my way, his name would be Alka-Seltzer. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I guess, I guess I've got random notes about this film. The fact that Tony Lung is deep undercover. I can't, what's the f- what was his character's well, I'm name? I'm trying to remember. Um, I'm gonna look it up now while while we're trying. Cyrus, do you remember? I'm so sorry. I haven't talked for a while. I'm looking this up because I do not want to be wrong. You're gonna be wrong, I reckon. About the guy who got his head chopped off, and I think I might be wrong. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, Tony Long is Alan. Oh, right, right, right. What a ra- yeah, a random damn right, name. Alan. Yep. Go. Real quick. Throughout the late '80s and early '90s, John Kunimura. He appeared in a number of Hong Kong-produced films, including a prominent cameo role in John Woo's part boiled as a triad gunman. <laughs> if they ever make a Rain Man sequel, they have to put you in it. You, Dude, you have, a Rain Man. You have a weird talent of, like, seeing my a face. doesn't make sense. No, <laughs> it really doesn't. You barely remember my name, and yet you remember I, some... What's your name, Shane? <laughs> <laughs> that's it, that's it. Oh, man. My French teacher used to call me Shane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just a random Don't fact. Mr. West, if you're listening, fuck you. <laughs> um, yeah, so Tony Lung's forgiven for killing a million people undercover. Apparently. He assassinates someone at the start of the film, and the cops are like, yeah, it's just part of the job. But then, so, okay, my thing is, though, has he just been killing bad guys? Yeah. Like other, so he's been killing other yeah. other bad yeah, yeah, guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so he, but he wasn't the one who shot up the hospital. So, t- so the only innocent person that we're aware of that he shot was that other cop in but, the hospital. But he kills Uncle Hoy, and then he's offered to let Uncle Hoy's men go, and he kills them all. True, they're all bad guys, though. <laughs> they are all bad guys. I mean, yeah, I suppose I suppose you're right. Um, that was a strange scene, right? What the bit in the in the warehouse? Yeah, he's conflicted. He Uncle Hoy, and then as you said, he has the choice to just let these people live, and he's just like, is he so upset that he had to kill Hoy? Yeah, I don't. I know. think that's a part of it. He's because he's been undercover for so long. Uh, I think he's very troubled. He's very conflicted. Uh, right. He, he just giving, lost it. He giving character depth. I like that. <clears throat> See, you can. He's the only one that I can give. Well. Yeah, I, I mean, guess. Ch- guys, Chow Yun Fat, he's cool, but he's, he has no depth. No. That, that's it. He's just cool. Yeah. He's just a cool dude. He, he plays the clarinet. Is he, 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 is he that cool, though? Is he that cool? I mean... I don't know. He's cool when he's got a shotgun in his hand. That shotgun, by the way, like, the way they shoot the shotgun bullets, obviously it sprays bullets. The destruction it does in that fucking warehouse. He's blowing up cars. It's great. I loved it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, again... The, uh, I don't know. The action in this was really good. I'm going to talk about it now. I was going to mention it. Um, I love how chaotic it is. Like, I love that it's not just like John Wick, like very 
precise and pow pow in the face you're dead pow pow you're dead it's very like let's hope someone dies it's very <laughs> and that's how i was tying it back to gangs of london i feel the gangs of london there's a very like there's an urgency or, or or a sense of it being frantic like oh my when the the axe fight is like oh my god is, is he actually gonna get hit you know there's a there's a sense that's of different though because that's a that's a very like well executed what i'm saying is my feelings about it is the okay same. yeah okay. Oh, of course as well but it's not it's choreographed in a in a not a uh, i don't know it's not a, a, a clean cut way it's quite quite frantic are you typing on a typewriter over there cyrus yeah i just got a typewriter uh trying to just go you, rustic over here writing your memoirs and your your no, quarantine really memoirs because nice i can write my notes down and i won't forget anything <laughs> there you go uh yeah it sounded weird um uh by the way do either of you remember a time where you could smoke in hospitals i know we don't smoke but do you remember when people could smoke in hospitals maybe like the 70s yeah really i wonder when they stopped letting people smoke in hospitals because this is the night oh this is china so it's not yeah. the same as here but yeah i feel Kong, like Kong, here yeah i think i think cyrus is right like maybe the 70s was the last time where that was maybe allowed but also, that nurse came in. She goes, you guys know you're not supposed to smoke in here, right? Oh, yeah. Well, she kind of just said it was unhealthy, if anything. No, she said you're not supposed to. All right. <laughs> all right, fair enough. All right, where are we right now? Um, we're we're all over the, We're all over the place. We're getting up, getting up to the hospital scene. Um, did, anyone, did anyone notice a connection between this film and Terminator 2? And if you didn't, you should have. Is there a Terminator? Or in this film? Yeah. <laughs> yes, Arnold Schwarzenegger's in the background. Yeah, um, that bit where he goes to uh, he puts guns in the in the flowers box. He doesn't tell me oh, too. Yeah, yeah. Right, nice. he, he's got a shotgun in the roses box. Did you? I, actually, I was expecting a shotgun, but it's just it was just a handgun. These two films were filmed at roughly the same time, and both of them use that concept, and without either of them knowing it. Hmm. I thought the Terminator Two version of it was a play on Guns N' Roses because they did the song in Terminator 2. Didn't know that. Well, that's just my guess. Wait, Guns N' Roses put a song in Terminator 2? You could be my mine, but you're way out of line. That one? Sound exactly like him. I do, I sound just like Axl Rose. Nicely done, babe. Just like Axl Rose. Did you know that Axl Rose is an anagram of oral sex? And that's why he names himself Axl Rose. No, I did not. You do know now, baby! Yeah, baby! Yep. <laughs> Axl Rose, oral sex. There you go. Um, wow. So, yeah, I guess we're at the hospital shootout. Um... <laughs> so here's... Okay. So Johnny, right? So he's running... He's His base of operations for his gun running or whatever is for some reason this hospital. Yeah. So... Chow Yun Fat and uh, Tequila and Alan, they you know discover right. the they discover the base. Yep. Why does Johnny then decide to kill everyone and blow up this whole hospital? That bit is a massive confusion. Right. Like I personally think John Woo got to the the final act of this film and just went. I need, I need to blow up a hospital, <laughs> and I'm just gonna have them. It like. Because I'm just like, why? Why is he having them... Why are they shooting all the... Even when, like, even so... Even if, like, okay, you're... You've been discovered. Your guns are here. 
that's still your that's your source of income, right? That's how you yeah. get rich by selling guns. Yeah. Patients are trying to leave. So my thing is great. Yeah. Patients are getting out, shut down this hospital, get my shit out. But instead, he has his bad guys like shooting people, yes. shooting people as they're leaving the hospital and then take them hostage. And I was just like, why is he doing all this? And then when he decides to blow up the hospital, I'm just like, for what? You're still in yep. this hospital, too. Yeah. What are you going to do once you get out of there? I, I agree. I agree. Um, I think the bit that really got me is when Foxy uh, got the shit kicked out of him and then goes to hospital. And he says to Tequila, he goes, oh, I'm smart for being here because the armory is in, uh, in, the, in the basement of the hospital. I thought that was a joke. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's quite good, actually. He's saying that, you know, he got beaten up so he could be here. Little did I know the armory is in the basement in the of hospital. the hospital. Yeah, um, yeah. The, the, the hospital bits. Talk about a place with a ton of foot traffic. Why would you? <laughs> it's it's messy. Why would yeah. you? Why would you? How do you put it in the basement of a hospital? <laughs> right. Right. It's so bad. Yeah, I mean... I think he just wanted to shoot people in a hospital. Exactly. I guess so. You're absolutely right. Yes. There's no rhyme or reason. No, 100% right. It's just like John Woo going... Can you, we can need you to... imagine a more secure place besides like a police department? Right. A hospital. In a hospital? Yeah. Yeah. I, it, it doesn't make sense. I, it doesn't upset me at all just simply because, you know, it's there for a reason. It's there for people to get shot and I like the people getting shot. I enjoyed that, so I'm not going to complain about it too much. But it is messy. It does. It doesn't make much sense at all. Um, apparently, John Woo is, uh, I think, two members of the cast. I think it was Tony Leung and uh, Anthony Wong have actually voiced <clears throat> their concerns about John Woo and said he's very difficult to work with uh, because in this film, uh, especially, he doesn't give the characters any background or anything, and they were. They didn't enjoy playing the roles because they felt like they were empty mm -hmm. and that John Woo just needed or wanted to do the action. Right. So it kind of makes sense. Uh, uh, also, at the end, when Chow Yun-Fat's running through the explosions, um, John Woo uh, had the trigger for the explosions and did them too early and burnt the back of Chow Yun-Fat's head. And Ooh. Chow Yun-Fat was like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you're crazy. You're absolutely crazy. Um, and Charion Fat wasn't happy with John Woo, even though Charion Fat had done has done what? How many films with John Woo now? The Killer. Wait, Hard after World. this or before? Well, I don't know when The Killer was compared to this. I thought The Killer was after this, but it must have been before. I mean, and that's I feel like I I agree. Like you can still have like a shoot 'em up like action explosion film, but still give your characters some backstory. I mean, Lethal Weapon. All right, can we... I'm just going to... Hold on one second. Okay. Uh, sorry for the audience listening to this. You're going to hear a big noise right now. I'm just moving the microphone because I'm in the most painful seating position and I'm just going to shift it. Um, so, sorry about that. Okay, there we go. That's a bit bad. Okay. Thank you. Sorry about that. Um, did you just let out a little toot? <laughs> I, I didn't. If I, if, I, if I did that, I would actually edit that out. Probably. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, even though I bet you'd have to edit out me saying that you just tooted for like 30 minutes. What can I say? I'm an editor extraordinaire. <laughs> nice. Anyone listening to this? I edit nothing out of this. <laughs> I literally, I barely edit this. Everything you hear is everything we say. I have never edited anything out that we've said in cool. this episode. Yeah, I just 
I know, because everything that we say is fucking gold. Yeah. I mean, there was the time that Cyrus <laughs> said he hates the Japanese. Um, I had to edit that I, down. I do say that. I actually said every episode. At the start of every episode, I say it's episode 22, and then Cyrus <laughs> immediately says he hates the Japanese. It, yeah, it's it's very difficult. Um, so yeah, the hospital bit was great. I I, I enjoyed it. I, I I like inside. I was like a giddy child when when Mad Dog and Tony Lung are just like having their own special gun battle or gunfight, and they do jump through twenty eight windows. And I loved oh, it. Oh yeah, I loved I, it. <laughs> I loved it. There's bits yeah, of that right now, got on my nerves. That one scene with uh, Chai Yun Fat and Alan. Yeah. It's like a non-cut scene, and they're just freaking shooting people for like a minute straight. Yeah. yeah. I was on board. That's because that scene is fucking amazing. It's a, yeah, it's a scene where there's no cuts, or if there are cuts, they're very well hidden, but I don't think there are. Did you know that when they go down that hallway and then kill everyone and then get in the elevator, the people, the, the elevator doesn't go up or down. It stays on the same floor. The elevator door closes, and basically the crew had about 30 seconds to make the room look different before the doors opened again. That's so impressive. if you know that, I actually spotted it. It looks very, very similar to the room they just left, but there's like certain things that have been added. But yeah, they had barely any time whatsoever. And John Woo only had enough time in his schedule to shoot that one-shot scene once. And they got it, they nailed wow. it the first time. Hmm. Yeah. So. Can you imagine, like, all these guns are shooting and yep. everything is blowing up and people are getting lit up, but all of those things are triggered. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And they nailed it. Yeah. You have to get the timing perfectly. There must be someone, like, when you fire a gun and you hit someone, someone has to explode those squibs that are in your. Because it's not CGI, it's CGI now, but, like,. Back then it was squibs, so they had to like explode the squibs on someone's shirt, and you have to time that just right. Yeah. So it was, it was a very well executed scene. Um, are there problems with it? Yes. There's a certain guy who jumps through a window probably about two seconds after he should, but otherwise it's great. Um, yeah, I don't have many <clears throat> more notes. I don't think this is a film that you can speak a lot to really. Um, I think. I think a lot. I think a lot was lost in translation. I think the script to this film may be better than it is, and the subtitles didn't construe it properly. Um, I think so too. Yeah, that's that's how I feel. I, I just I, it seemed like the script would have been tighter, and the subtitles are just. There's a lot of um. <laughs> there's a lot of oh, how am I gonna say it? I'm, tr I'm trying to remember. Someone says there's sweet fa going on. So, oh, I saw that. A uh, a, that. Uh, what the sweet AF is going on? No, no, sweet. Oh, no. I mean, the sweet, sweet fuck all going on. Oh. But there's another time where someone goes, something this Emma F or something. Yeah, or something like that. Sweet yeah. as fuck. Yeah, the, the cheat says effing. Yeah, effing. Yeah. And it's right, like, right, right. It's like, is he really saying effing? Or is he saying yeah, fucking? Yeah, some of those like arguments between Tequila and the captain just in, yeah, the, the lines weren't. Yeah. They weren't very good. I will say that about Hong Kong cinema in general and, and Kung Fu cinema is that I guarantee that if I actually spoke the language, the films would be way more understandable and more f fluid. They'd be Because some subtitles are just very clunky. And of course, we know that dubs are terrible. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, Yo, real quick, uh, Tequila's yeah. talking to the, the boss, the chief. Yep. And he goes, you know what? You're full of shit. There's the John, okay? Right, yes, like, that's it. The- <laughs> <laughs> He's got clean clock. <laughs> that was one of the lines where I was just like, yikes. Um, someone, someone can correct me on this, but in uh, John Woo's other film, with one of his other films with Chow Yun-Fat, um, Chow Yun-Fat's name, I believe, is... Yeah, I've got it up in front of me. So, the killer, his name is R. Jong, and I think the other character is just called a nickname of Little Eagle. And if I remember correctly, in the dub that came out, the American dub, the two characters are called something... Don't quote me on this. Are called something like Dumbo and Pinocchio. Or Dumbo and... Oh, shit, I can't remember what they call each other. But they call each other Dumbo and something, like another Disney name. And it's just... Some dubs are just so shitty. Dumbo and Pocahontas. Yeah, it's it's something <laughs> well, weird. Which that... is why I refuse to watch any in dubs. I, I hate dub. I, with I, a passion. I love old school kung fu dubs because they're part of the charm. I think so. The The... You want to kill me? I'll kill you. Stuff like that. <laughs> I, I kind of love that. Uh, I, I just, it's so. Sean was. Exactly. Sean was watching something and uh, there was some back and forth happening. And for one of them, it sounded like the person dubbing was trying to do John Wayne. Yeah. It was it, just the voices were, it sounded like they were purposely doing a voice, like a voice of, like an American like actor, I was it. I, it was so off-putting. I did not like it. But sometimes you get like classic lines, like Shaolin, Shaolin versus Wu Tang. Like the 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 snippet on guard. I'll let you try my Wu Tang style. It's just amazing. It's so good. I know they obviously they used it in a Wu Tang Clan song, uh, but I think just little snippets like that. I love so many. It's just unquotable. Um, so yeah, I guess we can round up this film. Uh, I don't know how long we've been recording for. I, I can't see the, the numbers right now. But, um, yeah, all in all, I, four-star film. I loved it. I do think it is flawed. I do think it's flabby and it, it needs to be trimmed down. Yeah, there's, I would love someone to make a fan edit of this film. And I know fan edits usually put footage in. But I'd love someone to make a tighter version of this. I still stand by my two stars. Well... You'd be wrong. <laughs> well, how many stars would you give it, Cyrus? Rather than a C+, out of five, plus, out of five. how many stars? That's very hard. That's what she said. Uh, I've been watching a lot of The Office. Said, yeah. yeah, I've been yeah. watching a lot of The Office. Yep. Can you go halves? Can you go halves? Yeah, yeah, go on, go on. Three or three and a half. Oh, there you go. I'll take that. I'll take that. Okay, so uh, are we up for listening questions? Listener Actually, questions. Yeah. yeah. Can I just say something real quick? Sure. I think this movie, there's three movies, and they all had a three-way, and they made a baby. <laughs> okay, go on. And, Which and ones? I think I know what the three movies are. I'm interested. Go on, hit me with it. Lethal Weapon. Okay. Okay. Have you heard that sweet sax and all that sweet jazz in the background? Uh, do you know what? Also, a little fact, John Woo requested and a jazz soundtrack and said he wouldn't make the film unless he could do a jazz soundtrack. Oh my. But yes, there's lots of sweet yeah. sax in Lethal Weapon. Lethal Weapon, you know, two cops. Yep. The other guy. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You haven't seen, you haven't seen Lethal Weapon. 
He hasn't seen Die Hard. Oh, I thought you hadn't seen Lethal Weapon either. No, I've seen, I've seen bits of it, I think. <laughs> bits of it? <laughs> okay. Sorry, what's the next you said You said The Departed? Departed. Okay. Okay. Right? Well, The Departed came out like 20 years after this film. Shades of it, he's saying comparisons. Yeah. And the last one, Die Hard. Yeah, especially the hospital. I, I can yeah, see that. Yeah, all I the explosions. You do know that... Again, the... two of those movies I really haven't seen, so I don't know <laughs> And you do know that The Departed is a remake, right, of a Hong Kong film. Is it really? Yeah, it's a remake of a film called Infernal Affairs. I think st- starring Tony Lung, I think, actually. Maybe I'm wrong. Infernal? Infernal Affairs. Not Internal Affairs, Infernal Affairs. See what, what is did Infernal? There? What do you mean, what's Infernal I'll get these infernal miscreants, you know? He's cursed. Cursed, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. It's, oh, it's got... of guns. Oh, my God. What? It does have Tony Lung in it. There you go. And it has Anthony Wong in it. Oh, there you go. Yeah, Infernal Affairs. Anyway, lots of connections going on. Okay. Let's get into listener questions. Um, can we have some kind of uh, listener question jingle, please, from one of you? Listener questions. <laughs> That's pretty good. I think combined, that was that was yeah, really good. Yeah, you should put some lyrics on there. Okay. Yeah, yeah it was really good. <laughs> Listener questions. So excited. Pretty good. I liked it. Uh, that will be our... Wayne's World. No, you've gone, <laughs> you've gone off the rails. Party huh? time. <laughs> Excellent. Um, so Noctuar gave us another question. And this is, a Terminator is sent after you. You get to choose what Terminator. You can have one non-superpowered fictional character to protect you. Who is it? And his choice is Rowdy Roddy Piper's character from They Live. And I bet neither of you have seen They Live. No. Is that the one with the glasses? It sure is. Yeah, I've seen that. Okay. I've seen fights. Okay. Yeah, famously, it's got the famous line, I came here to kick ass and chew gum and I'm all out of gum. All out of gum. And that's yeah. right. So we're choosing a Terminator and a non-superpowered I don't, ally. I don't think you need to choose a Terminator. I mean, you can if you want. Uh, like a particular Terminator. Arnie, right? Who? Arnold. From the yeah, first yes, one. Yes, Arnold Schwarzenegger is the Terminator that's after you. Okay. A non-superpowered friend. Interesting. Are you pretending? No. No? no? Okay, let me just state something. Uh... I've already given Devin this question, and she's already answered this question. Did I? And... <laughs> oh, yeah! No, but that was, like, days ago. It was days I was ago. Like, Yo, so I totally... <laughs> no, that was days ago, so I completely forgot that you did ask me this question. I did. Oh, yeah. What did I say? I don't remember. Do you want me to give <laughs> yeah. people your answer? Yes, yeah, please. I don't remember what... I don't remember what I said. This is so sad. <laughs> a few days ago, Devin this gave me... This is, like, me, a week ago. Devin gave me the most perfect answer possible. And Shit, said, what was it? She said it would be John Wick. Oh, yeah! Oh, shit, which, so which It's so good. It's, <laughs> it's easily the best oh, answer. Oh, yeah, I did say that. All right, well, fine, I'll just have to counter that. Go on. James Bond. James Bond? Interesting. That's, yeah. that's an interesting choice. I wouldn't go with Bond. No, I wouldn't either. You know who I'd go with? Not, with, not against the Terminator. Well, John Wick's not killing the Terminator. He can just help you get away. 
True. Oh, I reckon John Wick's fucking at that Terminator. <laughs> I reckon Do you think John Wick can kill the Terminator? I reckon he's luring the Terminator into an old church where he's got like a grenade launcher stored and he's just popping off. <laughs> but he, I guess but I guess James Bond can do that too. You know who my choice is? Who? I got the perfect choice as okay. well. Fucking Batman. Oh, he doesn't have powers, does he? No, he's not super. Non-fictional though? Fictional? You picked James <laughs> Bond. <laughs> what do you mean non-fictional? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is a good one because yeah, you're no, yeah, that's an that's an oh, excellent. That's one. Batman may not have guns. And excellent stuff, choice, but he's got everything else. Yeah, he's very smart and very capable. Yeah. What if I chose like Iron Man? Do you know what? You could, yes. That's interesting. That's very, yeah, because he doesn't, he himself doesn't have powers. He created a suit. Iron Man is 100% better. I think you've broken the game. (laughs) Because then he could just, he could be in his suit and he could take out the Terminator. Yeah, you've broken the game, Cyrus. (laughs) Boo. Boo you. Boo. Boo this man. man. Yeah. Um, All good answers. John Wick, Batman, and Iron Man. Pretty great. I think Tony Stark, I think Tony Stark wins it. Yeah, pretty yeah, pretty good, pretty good. I, I like all those answers. Um, uh, you could make the argument that his suit is fictional and not possible because it's not. Well, no, you could choose anyone though who's who's a fictional character. Yeah, like, they just can't have superpowers. Yeah, you can choose but the. His suit is a superpower because it doesn't yes. exist. I, again, mm-hmm. you could like you could choose the Punisher. The Punisher would be great. You just yeah. shoot the shit out of that to me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so there are good answers to have. Let's move on to the next question. Uh, and this is from uh, our favorite Norwegian, who gave us a question last week, yes. or last episode. Yeah. Uh, again, I'm sorry if I get your name wrong. It's Sky Vervel, from, from what I believe. So, yeah. The first question is, it was mainly directed at me, I will say that, but you two might have an answer for it. What is your favorite John Woo film? A fucking face off. Right. I thought you'd say face off. I'm, pre- I'm I was pretty certain. Although, you'd say although now now that you've told me that he did Broken Arrow, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Broken Arrow. Did you know he did your favorite Van Damme film, Hard Target, as well? <laughs> did he really? Yeah, that was John Woo. Oh, of course. There were fucking slow mo birds in Hard Target as well. Yeah. Yeah. I'm st- I'm gonna stick with Broken Arrow. Let's stick with Broken. You think Broken Arrow is better than Face Off? I'm not saying better. You asked what would be my favorite, and I'm and okay. So, you'd prefer to watch so, Broken Arrow than Face Off. Meh, but I'm just I'm going non-conventional. Broken Arrow is solid, but in Face Off, Nicholas Cage says, "I could eat a peach for hours." <laughs> True. There's there's a lot of gold. There's in, a lot. Of there's gold. a lot of gold in in Face Off, yeah. but I'm still gonna be unconventional. I'll say Broken Arrow. Okay, Broken Arrow. Uh, Cyrus, do you have a favorite John Woo film? Or not? I sure do, and I'm definitely not Googling them. <laughs> okay. I don't think you're going to find... Twin Dragons. He directed Twin Dragons? No, he must have been a producer. He wasn't a director, was he? Twin Dragons? I don't know, it's showing up. No, you're right. Producer, right? <laughs> yeah, I thought so. Fuck. I thought so. Uh, I'm going like to hard-boiled, how about that? Hard-boiled, okay, that's okay. fine. I'm going to say my favorite, I'm going actually a bit different from uh, what I initially thought because... I I'm, thought you were going to do face-off. Uh, no, my favorite is actually Red Cliff. Um, Red Cliff is basically like a, uh, uh, a Chinese war epic 
and it's in two parts. It's a super long film. It's about fucking five hours long, and um, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. I love big battle films. Like I love Braveheart. I even like Mel Gibson's The Patriot. I like Patriot. Oh, yeah. I like the, yeah. Right. I like The Last Samurai. Um, like all great big battle films. And John Woo did one called uh, Red Cliff. Red Cliff Part One and Red Cliff Part Two, and uh, they are both fantastic. He also co-directed one of the best Wuja films of the last few years. It's called Reign of Assassins. Um, if anyone hasn't seen that. I do recommend it. It's got Michelle Yeoh in it, and it's really fucking good. But he only co-directed that. But yeah, Red Cliff. Uh, I do like his heroic bloodshed stuff. Um, I do love the killer, but Red Cliff just does it for me. It's great. Which also has Tony Leung in it, I think. There you go. Alrighty. Yeah, buddy. All right. So the next question, again from Sky Verbal. I'm making a lot of mouth sounds. I'm not- I'm smacking a lot at the moment. I'm sorry. Yeah, my my mouth is a bit parched, and um, yeah, my my mouth sounds like a like a puckered bumhole. So, yeah, Davin's giving me a sip of her water. Hold on. There we go. That's not water. That's tequila. Tequila. I'm I'm so glad I didn't have to leave and use the restroom because my tummy has been rumbling. Oh really? Are you gonna make yeah. it? I'm going to make it, yeah. Okay, okay. I won't shark this time, I <laughs> That's good. Well, the good thing is, you're on the phone, so technically you could go and sit on the toilet and do the podcast. You could. I mean, uh, you would hear things. <laughs> we could get some, that was, you'd just be creating, like, special effects noises. We've heard everything. Yeah, make some ex- genre explosions. <laughs> we, yeah, we've heard everything this episode. There's been rats eating, I've moved position. I think Devin's made more noises than she even realizes. Oh, my bad. Yeah. And we've even got crackling on the line now because Devin's moved the phone and it's way too close to the recorder. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. Why did you use your phone? What were you going on Letterboxd for? So I could rate something before I forgot. (laughs) What were you rating? Come on. Broken Arrow. What did you rate it? Uh, three. Three stars, Broken Arrow. Yeah. Or no, or or two and a half. Okay. You just did it two seconds ago and you don't even remember. (laughs) What's wrong with you? Anyway. Are you okay? Yeah, I, I I think she's having issues tonight. Um, asks you questions, you forget about them. <laughs> so, well, that doesn't count. That question was a week ago. How am I supposed to remember that? Right. You two are going to like the next question. Okay. It's still Sky Verbal. Okay. And she asked, what is your favorite Disney film? Ooh. Okay, first of all, Sky Verbal, you're the greatest of all time. Yep. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Oh, Pretty man. good questions. I like, I, I like her question. She's uh, given us good ones. Oh, man. I'm going to say Die Hard. <laughs> I'm gonna say hard uh, boiled. May I may I take the lead because I I'm yes please take it, it take it and run with it. Okay, I don't know if you know this about me, my Norwegian goddess, um, but I'm half Iranian. He is and the bad half. Am I right? I'm a, the bad half, guys, <laughs> guys, Cyrus, the bad half. Am I right? You hear me? Half, hell yeah. Are you listening? <laughs> the bad half. I'm saying the, the bad, bad half. half. <laughs> um, I mean Aladdin, man. Come Thank on. you, sir. Aladdin. Blew my mind. Aladdin is dope. On. Wait, uh, is Aladdin Iranian? It's all the same. It's close enough. It's all the same. Uh, Arabia. Yeah. It oh. has it has a per it has people of color. It has brown people. It does have brown people. It does. Yes, I 100% agree. Aladdin, 
uh, love Aladdin. Aladdin's your favorite as well. And then, and then the second, third, fourth, fifth are kind of up for grabs. I haven't even like, I haven't even seen Mulan, the sequels. No. Oh, Lion you mean? Oh. No, I got it. Aladdin is my number one. I loved Aladdin. Loved Aladdin as a kid. Uh, out of all of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super cool. All right. What's yours? I don't know. You don't know? I don't know. I, I struggle with Disney films because basically I watched them all 25 years ago and I haven't watched them since. Uh, I'm not really a Disney guy. I would like to rewatch them. Uh, late, lately, we watched Aladdin recently. Yeah, and we watched Sword in the Stone, which was fucking whack. Yeah, it wasn't. Um, it wasn't as good as I recall. Sword in the Stone is straight f- 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 playing. It's, it's it, not. Wait, have you have you watched it again? Have you watched it recently, Cyrus? I watch it every day. <laughs> <laughs> so I I agreed with your original statement, Flames, but then no. I watched it recently, and it does not hold up. All you need, all you need, is the wizard battle, the wizard and witch battle, and then the rest you can throw in the. Garbage. Yeah, it did I mean, not it hold up. Turns into a fish. I know. It turns into a squirrel. <laughs> yeah. It's some game. Nah. It's the best movie ever. No, Cyrus. Seriously, it's on. It's, oh. it's on Disney Plus. Please watch it because it doesn't hold up. I was one. very disappointed. I've got one. We re- we rewatched it recently, and it actually, funny enough, it's it kind of ties into this podcast a little bit. I enjoyed Mulan. Oh yeah, Mulan is great. I did enjoy Mulan. Mulan um, is good. And if we if we got into real Disney like. If we got into deep Disney, like I could go into Pixar, um, I'd probably have a few favorites there. I think Toy Wait, when did you watch Mulan? Uh, we watched it like a while ago now, three yeah. months, four months ago. Yeah. Well, let's get down to business. You know <laughs> oh, we should we do... the hunt. <laughs> We should do an episode on Mulan. <laughs> no, it was good. I enjoyed it. I didn't enjoy Eddie Murphy as the dragon. Um, to be honest. He was alright. But the art is beautiful. Like, they do incredible stuff with the art. Really good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. Um, I, I do think... Basically, I don't want to be... I don't want to hop on the bandwagon. Basically, Aladdin's my favourite. I, I would definitely agree. I love Aladdin. I think it's great. Robin fucking Williams. He steals the show. So... And then maybe if we jumped into Pixar, I'd say Toy Story three and uh, The Incredibles. I really like The Incredibles. The first one, the first one, yeah, the first one is fantastic. But that was my. That's what I'm wondering. Are you since Disney bought Pixar, right? Yeah. But are we? So are we talking? Does that include Pixar films or classic Disney? I, I technically we're talking classic Disney. All right. Yeah. Let's yeah. just go with like hand drawn. Yeah. yeah, classic I, Disney. 100%. I think I'm a fan of Beauty and the Beast, but I haven't seen it in years. Yo, my man. Yeah, <laughs> right. That movie is freaking fireworks. Yeah, yeah. I th- I think. I love that movie. All right. Well, then we need to delve back into some of the classics. I mean, we have Disney Plus, so we might as well. Let's do it. I did. Dove. I watched 101 Dalmatians. Awesome. Still very good. 101 really? Dalmatians is good. That looked like it. It oh. it is. It is good. I swear. Mm. Right. I haven't seen that in like 20 years. Oh. I haven't seen half of them in 20 years. Yeah, you need to revisit. I do kind of want to revisit, yeah, like Lion King and uh, and Beauty and the Beast. And around that era, you know, the 90s ones. Mm-hmm. Um, Yo, Sean, I'm telling you, Beauty and the Beast, you're going to be a fan. Oh, I've seen it. I've seen it before and I remember loving it, but I'd like to watch it again. Uh, I like. I think I like the Gaston song. You know, no one talks like oh. Gaston. No oh, one yeah. walks like Gaston. No yeah. one eats shits and jizzes and punches <laughs> no like Gaston. Like Gaston and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, th- I think I'll enjoy it. Anyway, 
So there's your answer. Basically, Aladdin is our yeah, general answer. Our collective answer. So next question we have is from uh, our boy Rama. 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 Yep. And uh, I gave them this one in advance because it is quite a tricky question, and I don't know how well thought out your two answers are. But what are your favorite and worst tropes in TV? and movies and i'm gonna say a caveat before we go into this i'm struggling or i did struggle between the difference or, or with the difference between tropes and cliches i still rama told me basically cliche is negative and i i just i still struggle with that so some of my answers may be cliches does anyone have good ones to go i think a cliche is a trope but a trope isn't necessarily a cliche all right stephen hawking <laughs> <Fucking hell. laughs> yeah um yeah you're probably right you're probably right does anyone have any that popped into their mind because i have like six i've written down um so i guess i have i have there are more negatives i feel like there are more negatives than positives i had more negatives yeah than positives. so a negative is um for me which one? Because there are a couple, and we talked about we talked about some of them earlier. I, I think you didn't like. Do you mind if I say one? Yeah, yeah. I think you didn't like the uh, the walking away in slow motion from an explosion. Yeah, that's always stupid. Yeah. Um, there was one, um, and it and it happened in Gangs of London. Um, how dare how uh, <laughs> how like police officers or detectives or whatever they can't solve a crime without like putting a bunch of shit on their wall, like taping a bunch of photos. And, like... <laughs> That's quite a good one. <laughs> That's a pretty good one. Yes. I think that might be the number one. <laughs> and then of course you know some like somebody like a bad guy to try to hide it, so they always have to like hurry, like rush and like hide it. And yeah. I'm just like maybe if you didn't just put that stuff up there to begin with. I quite like that. You can't one. just have a, a file that you can open. <laughs> That, and then good. and then on the wall they have like the strings yeah right connecting yes. yeah 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 so yeah that's stupid okay i i'm still unclear uh what a positive one would be okay i have a few positives um i'm gonna go through my list i'll go i'll go through worst first my worst one funny enough is from a movie that me and devon watched literally about two hours ago uh we were watching x-men 2 and one of my biggest annoyances is when shapeshifters huh. can change clothes as well. If you're a shapeshifter, you can only change skin. You can't change into clothes. Mystique does it all the time and it sucks. <laughs> um, one of my other worst ones is actually found in Hard Boiled, but they kind of extend it. It's also found in every single film and every single TV show ever made. When there's an electronic door, it will definitely open if you just shoot the keypad. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I have two more worst ones. Sorry for my lengthy list. Um, the kiss that brings the dead hero back to life. <laughs> Someone's dead, but their fucking girlfriend kisses them, and they're like, oh, I'm staying here. I'm alive. <laughs> so I hate that. And then um, this one is another annoying one. When an average person can accomplish an amazing feat when facing death. So, like, a normal person can land a plane. Right. It's okay, I'll land the plane. Or they can jump a massive gap between, like, two boulders or whatever. So, they're my worst. What? Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh, I thought you said eh. Uh, my best... Oh, <laughs> this is probably my favourite one. 
Um, I like, this is a trope that I very, very much like. I like when in horror films, someone goes into the haunted house and goes, hello, is anyone there? And then walks deeper into the haunted house. I like that. Because if they didn't do that, it'd ruin the movie. We want them to go in the haunted house because we want to see the ghosts. And then they go, hello, is anyone there? And then there's like a door creak and they go, I'll just check it out. Yeah, or they go, Bobby, is that you? (laughs) No, bitch, it's a ghost. Um, my other best one is, or favorite one is, I like how a superhero putting on a tiny eye mask. Oh yeah, they'll never be recognized. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Like Batman, anyone can recognize Batman because you can see the bottom half of his face. You know it's Christian Bale, but I like. And you know I'm a savant with that shit. I'd be like, oh, that's Batman, dude. Oh, you'd you <laughs> you'd. Be... No, okay, I 100% agree with that, especially like with Superman. Yeah, exactly. That's another Especially one. Especially with Superman. Superman just combs his hair and wears glasses. Yeah. Right. The hell? Right. Yeah. And even if you've watched the show Arrow, Arrow has the smallest mask on. Yeah. And yet... Well, he has that hood oh, too. Oh, he has a hood as well. <laughs> Fucking hell. He has that hood as well. And then my other my other favorite trope is um, I've got one bullet left and I have to make it count. I yeah. like that one. Oh yeah, I yeah. like when they 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 oh, use that's, yeah, that's yeah nice. when they use the last <laughs> bullet to do something special. Yeah, to do something amazing. Yeah, I like that. So famously, obviously in Die Hard, which we've referenced twenty eight times in this episode, <laughs> but famously John McClane uses one last bullet at the end. Spoiler alert. And famously, I will never watch that movie. <sighs> well, famously. Your mom is a hoe. <laughs> Cyrus, what you got? You got yeah, any more? I think mine are more negative than positive. So yeah, hit me with them. Here we go. Like you said, horror movies, they go, my cell has no service. <laughs> like, you fucking idiot. <laughs> your cell definitely has service, man. <laughs> Get over yourself. Yeah. That's... Um, okay, that's a good one, so I won't use that. Um, oh, there's another bad one as well. That you're there are about. a ton of bad ones. You, what, you know? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I'm I'm barging in. Go on. No problem. Uh, this is also a little bit hard boiled, but guns with unlimited bullets and okay. people that can hold their breath forever. <laughs> yeah, that's a good yeah. one. Yeah, like yeah. Thirty minutes. Tom Cruise really did it. Well, that was like eight. Yeah, something crazy. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, again, hard boiled. People faking that they can play instruments. Yeah. Just go, yeah, you can't play that. Yeah, I get, I yeah, I kind of get that actually. I kind of get I, that. I played the clarinet and I was watching him and I was like, nah, son. Yeah, to me, he was just blowing into a stick. I mean, yep. that's all it means to and, me. Uh, here's a positive one. Um, everyone from the past or fantasy or sci-fi just has an English accent. <laughs> and I'm totally down with that. That's because in the past only British people existed. Yeah, you're right. America you're was right. founded in what, 1953? <laughs> so the world began in 1953. Yeah, exactly. Apart from the the UK, we we were founded in uh, zero BC. <laughs> zero. Zero. Yeah, before BC. Zero. Yeah. zero BC, baby. Yes, and I believe we were founded by a young gentleman called. Moses. James <laughs> <laughs> Moses. And then Norway was founded shortly after respect to our audience. Exactly, yes. It was UK and Norway. 
uh, the two, the cradle of civilization. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of the tropes that sprung to mind. Uh, speaking of horror, uh, I hate that ca- cars never start in horror movies. Oh yeah. No matter what car you get in, yeah, it could be the newest Porsche, fresh off the lot, and it will not start. Yep. Yeah. So. I got a Lamborghini Gallardo, Gallardo up front, and it's like no. Oh, or don't have the keys. Yeah. Is that a real car? Oh, the, the, the Gallardo, yeah, that thing is silk. Oh, yeah, I don't know cars. I don't drive. How about another real quick job? Yeah. You pull down that visor thing, and then the keys fall out? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah who the hell keeps their fucking keys there? You know, you know what other trope I hate? What? D- D- Donald, Donald trope. <laughs> Do- <laughs> I hate I hate Donald trope guys. <laughs> guys. 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 I don't know if guys. you I don't know if you heard me correctly, but I say I hate Can you say it again? I Yes. I, I can say it. I hate Donald Trope. Guys. Guys. Yeah, me too, man. Okay. Guys. Good one. Good one. <laughs> that ends the episode on <laughs> pretty high note, baby. <laughs> um so oh, let me get the list of movies out so we can we can talk about... I'm moving this recorder all over the place, so I'm sorry if the sound sounds strange for this second. Um, so, we've done Hard Boiled, and the next film will be... Does anyone know? Um, how would we oh, <laughs> ladies and gents, we have a treat in two weeks' time. Oh, yeah? We are going back to the Shaw Brothers. Okay. <laughs> I will pretend I didn't hear that. We are, we are going back to the Shaw Brothers, and we are visiting Clan of the White Lotus. Yeah. Is, no, no, no this, reaction? No, well, I, I don't know anything about it. I've never heard of it. I'm a little nervous. Lucky for you, I've just bought it on Blu-ray. So we're <laughs> going to get it in crisp, crisp. What year is this movie? 1976. Oh, 79, I think. Oh, dear. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Let me let me tell you a little bit more about it. <clears throat> it it's got Gordon Liu in it. Okay. We like Gordon Liu, and we it's like Gordon Liu. and it's directed by the same guy that did the Thirty Six Chamber of Shaolin. Okay. Do we feel a little bit better? I mean, I like Gordon Liu, but but wait, but Cyrus, wait, Cyrus didn't like Iron Monkey. Well, it, this has nothing to do with Iron Monkey. He wasn't in Iron Monkey. That was what is he? Do you know what? Every <laughs> every single week, both of you say something about Iron Monkey that isn't true. Every week. Uh, the, well, what? Then what she movie? Me. I know it's an Iron Monkey. No, oh. I, th- I think last week you said something weird about Iron Monkey, and then next week someone's going to say, "Do you remember when Tequila was an Iron Monkey?" Then wait a minute. Then what movie is he in that we did? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what movie was he in that, we, that Gordon Liu that we did? Thirty-six Chamber of Shaolin. That's what I, I just keep, said. I keep getting him confused with who's the then who's the guy in Donnie Iron Yen. Other no, who's the other guy in Iron Monkey? Rong Guang Yu. Yen Shi Quan. I don't know. Donnie Yen. Wait, is Don? Is Don? Wait, was I? Was uh, Donnie Yen the Iron Monkey? The one who dressed no, up in all black? No, I. Iron Monkey was the doctor, but I can't remember his name. Right, that's who I keep confusing he's, with he's Gordon wrong, Liu. He's Ron Guang Yu. That's who I keep confusing with Gordon Liu. Gord, Gordon the Liu. doctor in Iron Monkey. Gordon Liu was Pai Mei in Kill Bill. R- okay, and okay. and in 36 Chambers. Yes. And in the, okay. Can and we just establish something? Iron Monkey was made in the 1990s. I know. Gordon Liu's films were mostly 70s. 
My point is I'm confusing the names with people. Oh, okay. That's my point. Okay. I'm not saying that I I am picturing Gordon Liu in Iron Monkey. Uh, I'm thinking that the dude in Iron Monkey is that called, he, he's Gordon, called Gordon, Gordon Liu. That's that's what I'm confusing. No. Okay. I I just met uh, a really pretty lady and she's my girlfriend and her name is Young King. <laughs> <laughs> she sounds like a delight. She's wonderful. Yes, I I imagine. <laughs> um yeah, so it's going to be good. Directed by Lau Ka Lung. Okay. Um, Cyrus, I believe, not that we watch movies illegally on YouTube, but I think it's illegally available on YouTube. Um, Is it illegal if it's just if it's streaming there? If you just open up YouTube, put in a movie, and poof, there it is. Uh, on YouTube, yes. No one has the rights. Unless they have it for purchase or for rental, oh. no one has the rights for like, especially kung fu movies. Oh. So anyone out there that's watching the Wu Tang Collection on YouTube, they are illegally up there. They are not. I'm watching them right now. That's how I'm watching all the Bruce Boytation films. But they are not legally up there. The person who puts them up there does not own the rights. So yeah, or so I believe. But yeah, I think if you just host a movie on there, you can't just do that. If oh. you put the Matrix on YouTube, you can't do that. Right, I'm sure, and I'm sure like YouTube would take it down. But if they haven't, then well, yeah, it stays up there. So then, you get three copyright strikes. Oh. Some dickhead got three copyright strikes. Okay. Yeah, me. No. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I got three copyright strikes. I am banned from YouTube. Are you what? really? Yes, uh, with a particular email address, which I won't go into. But I had a particular email address, and I had a YouTube channel, and I had uh, over fifty thousand views on my videos. And uh, I am now banned using that email on YouTube. <laughs> I only had one. Copyright strike? Yeah. What'd you put up there? Clips from Reno 911. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and, and Comedy Central, how'd you take it down? Or YouTube did. Somebody did. Comedy somebody, Central have to put it. Uh, somebody emailed me and really? said that they're taking it down. Yeah. They, I, were go- they, were, they were good ones, too. They were the ones with uh, Terry in the strip club. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're pretty good. <laughs> I I yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, not Terry. Um, uh, the guy with the glasses, the bald guy. Uh, uh, Andrew. Oh, yeah, I, I don't think know his, his name. I don't remember what his name is. Yeah. Um, I, I missed that show. I should watch Reno 911 again. Back. They just. I want. Oh, no, the older ones. Oh, okay. <clears throat> um, yeah, I did that thing where I got one copyright strike, and I was just like, it's only one. And then they sent me a second, and I'd be like, they'll never dare give me a third. <laughs> and then they're like, bitch, see you later. And just <laughs> kicked me off YouTube. Um, Dude, so. I got one for downloading a movie. It scared me so good, I just went. <laughs> Wait, I'm good. <laughs> you downloaded a movie, and what happened? I don't know. I think I used some sort of downloading website or something, and then I got an email that's like, "Hey, oh. this shit is punishable by two hundred grand and years in prison." I went, "No, thank you." <laughs> when I was about fifteen, I used to, uh, with my good friend, we used to illegally rip movies and sell them on ebay and um we sold hannibal on ebay and we got a letter from like paramount pictures or whoever distributes it and they were like yeah you can't do this if you do it again you know we're gonna sue you or have you arrested we never put another movie on ebay <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. yeah yeah it was, are we gonna let all this ride on the podcast yeah this is staying in the podcast all right uh we don't illegally download movies now what do you of course not <laughs> No, put it this way. This is an easy way of, of ensuring or, or, or making sure that the truth is out there, that we don't illegally rent, uh, illegally download movies. We just paid 
$20 for Sonic the Hedgehog. Well, I just paid Cyrus, I didn't want to put your name in the hat, but Cyrus. You guys, I'm not proud. Yeah. Yeah. Cyrus. It had to be done. Yeah. On, on my Amazon account, we share an Amazon account. So, you know, I agree. I let Cyrus rent things and, and, and download or buy things. And yes, $20 for Sonic the Hedgehog. And so. all I had to wait was like five days, and it would have just we could have just rented for six bucks. Yeah, and uh, we would have been better off. Made. Mistakes were mistakes, made. Mistakes were made. Mistakes were made. Sonic the Hedgehog is shite. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, let's put this bad boy to bed. So, <laughs> in two weeks' time, we've got Clan of the White Lotus, and then after that, just to let everyone know, we are doing. Oof, we are returning to the Jackie Chan realm. Okay. And we are doing Dragons Forever, um, which I've also just bought on Blu-ray. And then we are going to do... We're going to go to Japan. Uh, not literally. We're going to do the Rurouni Kenshin films. We're going to do the first Rurouni Kenshin film. Um, Real quick question, sir. Yes, sir. When do you think Devin and I may, might throw a suggestion in the hat? Do you know what? I am. When do you want to do it? You tell me. You want to do it after Clan the White Lotus? You want to do it after Dragons Forever? Please. I'm certainly not ready. I'd have to do some research. My my best <laughs> Mortal Kombat was the first thing that came into mind. It was terrible. And what's the, what's <laughs> the like, other film? I'd like to do better. What's the one film you would really want to see though? No, don't I you really want to see Street Fighter? Is that? But the, is that? Does that no. qualify? Yes. I didn't. It kind of qualifies, but I don't want to do it. <laughs> I mean, I'm cool with us just watching Street Fighter. It certainly doesn't have to be for the podcast. Okay. Cyrus, do you have one? Wait, Street Fighter animated or Street Fighter... Uh, Street Fighter... Muscles from Brussels. Yeah, Muscles, the muscles from, Brussels. from Brussels. I'm trying to get through, like, all of his... Or maybe not all, but a lot of his uh, his movies. Yeah. So... so <laughs> I won't say that. No, have a think about it and then get back to us. I can I can always let everyone know via Instagram or wherever. But uh, yeah, if we want to do um, Clown of the White no Lotus next episode and then you do the one after that, feel free. And that'll give me plenty of time to come up with a suggestion. Yeah. Yeah, man, I'll do some research. All right. So everyone listening, we'll have Clown of the White Lotus next episode. Then we'll do two other films, one from Devon and one from Cyrus. So get prepared for them. Strap yourselves in. That's right. Um, and otherwise, thank you for listening. Um, please feel free to like us, share us. Share us. Uh, write a review about us on any platform that you download us on. Uh, we would greatly appreciate it. Talk we about us on your social medias. Yes. And if you're from Norway, just, I don't know, give me a call. Maybe we can hang out. <laughs> there you go. Cyrus. Do some video chatting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And maybe if you play your cards right... Cyrus will come Norway. Come no <laughs> Shit. Guys. <laughs> Guys. Anyway. Guys. Anyway. Um, yeah, please share us, like us. <laughs> um, I appreciate everyone that shared us so far. And uh, if you want to contact me, it's foo underscore four underscore thought on Instagram. Uh, on Tumblr, it's just foo for thought dot tumblr dot com. The email address is foofathoughtpod at gmail.com, but no one does emails anymore. I think emails is just antiquated. And, uh, yeah, Letterboxd, if anyone wants to follow me. I know a few of you are following me on Letterboxd. Uh, that's I'm on Letterboxd. What am I? What am I called? Do you want people to follow you? Sure, why not? Uh, I don't You're just DK. 
Am I? Yeah, which is really obscure and weird. I couldn't come up with anything better. Well, DK. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, D- DK mode in uh, GoldenEye. Do you remember? Oh, that? DW. Oh, DW. Darkwing Duck. There we go. All right. If you find someone called DW, follow them. Because that'll be Devin as well. Yeah. Uh, so again, thank you for listening, everyone. And uh, we'll have another episode for you in two weeks. Have a good one.